let's do this. To my listeners in the United States and around the world, how are you? I am Patrick, and you're tuned in to We Live on a Planet. It is Monday, May 10th, 2021. This is episode 481 in the works. We have a good show. I'm feeling a lot better than I was when I talked to you last time. That's the way my mood is. It swings so rapidly. And uh, I'm on an upswing and I'm feeling pretty good. I have some good news that I want to share with you today. Before I do that, let's put one in for the archives for the weather. So future generations that are tuning into We Live on a Planet in the future can know what the feel of the temperature was right here in central New York in the beautiful city of Oswego, New York. It's 43 degrees currently with the feels like 39. Highs are going to be about 52 Winds are out of the west, northwest, five miles per hour. That's Fahrenheit, my friends. We're in the United States. I don't know what it is in Celsius. Sorry to my international listeners. We have uh, seven days, it looks like, of no rain in the forecast. Yoo-hoo, we'll take it. All right, my friends, when we come back, we'll, tune, we'll uh, start off with our positive quote, and then I'll tell you about what happened with me over the weekend. Stick around. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for coming back. Let's dive right into our quote. This is from Robert Greene. This is what Robert said. Do not waste time on things you cannot change or influence. Do not waste time on things you cannot change or influence. Thank you, Robert, for that word of wisdom. And I think that's true. A lot of times we will waste our time on things that we can't change. We try to change other people or we want people to change to be the way we want them. The only constant in life is change. I've said that many a times. Regardless of what's happening in your life, there's going to be change, whether it's good or bad how you deal with that change but there's certain things things that you just can't change or you can't influence and there's no sense of wasting your time I always say it at the end of the show time is the most valuable gift that you can give me and time is the most valuable thing we have here on earth so yeah yeah just don't waste it don't waste your time on that so I'm pretty excited you're hearing in the background some Vehicles warming up and car 66. Where are you? Remember that old TV show, Car 54? Where are you? No, I don't either. It's from 1961 to 1963. I'm too young to remember that show, but Car 66. The reason why we were bringing up Car 66 is because. I have news to announce that I am now officially sponsoring a race car. Woohoo, how about that? Right here in Oswego is where Car 66 resides, but its home where it races is Evans Mills Raceway Park. And that's about an hour drive from Oswego. It's a super modified race car with a small block Chevy 350 two-barrel carburetor pushing about 500 horsepower driver Jeff Sharkey was kind enough to say you know what yeah I'm down to have 
WLOAP.com on the side of my car. And we're going to have it on the right side and left side of his car, so I'm pretty excited about that. And I'm also planning on having Jeff as a guest on the podcast so we can just kind of uh, talk to him about what got him into racing, what his favorite thing about racing is, all that kind of good stuff about racing. I'll just end up, uh, I don't know when yet. But speaking of, uh, let's, we can cut the music. Speaking of guests that I have upcoming guests on um, my podcast, if you follow the show, you know that I had a conversation with my father that I turned into a podcast that I have not released yet. And I had a conversation with my mother when she was in town. And um, I've turned that into a podcast and I just have not released them yet, which I will in a later date. I'm not sure when I'm going to be putting them out, though, because I put out shows Mondays and Fridays. Maybe I'll put it out on a Wednesday, same as when I talked to, to uh, Jeff. Um, Jeff, yeah, my driver. My That feels funny to say that, I, I, a driver. And um, I think that's pretty cool. It was, I've been thinking of different ways for the show, you know, and we've had, um, I've given away bags, I have have stickers made, I had uh, magnets made, you name it, but I've never sponsored a race car, so I'm pretty excited about that, that'll be a lot of fun, and um, I'm looking forward to the season that he's going to have a good friend of mine that I went to high school with is a fantastic photographer and his wife happens to be the ones that made the cookies that I was telling you about the other day for my wife. He is all stoked and he's like, we're going to have to make a road trip to Evans Mills so I can take some photos of WLOAP.com on the side of a car. It's cool because his car is a cool red car and I'm going to have white lettering and so it's going to pop out pretty good on the side of his car. So, yeah. All right, stick around. When we come back, we'll ramble a little bit more. I'll be right back. I hope you come back, too. And just like that, we're back. So if you follow the show, you said, uh, you know that I said I was going to stay up to watch Saturday Night Live because Elon Musk was going to be the host. But sadly, I couldn't make it. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm getting too old. I I couldn't make it. I did see um <laughs> that's so corny. I did see his opening monologue though on YouTube. I guess this was the first time that Saturday Night Live was streamed live on YouTube as well. But um in his monologue his mother came out and she said something about for Mother's Day, don't give me Dodge, uh, Dogecoin. And after he said something about Dogecoin, it tanked, I guess, in the market. I don't know. I don't play the stock market, so I'm not really keen on what goes on it. And I know a lot of people jumped on the wagon on Robin Hood and other things with the GameStop trading and all this stuff that happened but uh yeah i i didn't even get involved 
I don't get involved in that. But so I could not stay awake for Senate Live, and I wanted to because my curiosity was to see Elon Musk, and his monologue was fine. I mean, he did a he did a um, a good monologue. All right. Speaking of monologue, is this monologue? No, not a monologue. Of encouragement, I've been getting a lot of encouragement from my friends, so thank you. You know, and one of them, Radio Mylar. He's called into the show. You've heard from him. He's got a podcast. It's fantastic. It's called um, Canadian Politics is Boring. And he lives in the beautiful country of Canada. And I was seeing last show, I'm like, you know, I was questioning we live on a planet and what it is that I'm doing and what the goal is and how to explain the show. And I still kind of have a hard time explaining it to people and what it is and he said said to me, he's like, you know, why don't you poll your listeners and ask them? And I'm asking you, why do you listen? What is it that you listen for? Why, why, what keeps you tuning in to We Live on a Planet? He said to me when he's had a very stressful long day or hard day, he likes tuning in to me because he says that he's, he's, he gets very a calming feeling. My voice is very calming. It reminds him of... Um, talk radio type stuff. And so I just, I guess I have a calming, tranquil voice, which I'm very blessed with to have a, a, a voice for radio. And so he's he's thankful for that. But I'm, I'm there, not, not thankful. That's one of the reasons why he listens. And um, I'm wondering why you listen too. I'm just curious. Give me a buzz. If you're using the Anchor app, you know how to make a phone call. It's really easy. But if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, which is where most of my listeners come from, you can still be a part of the show by reaching out to me over at my website, WLOAP.com. There's a little voice or a little phone icon. You touch that. It rings five times before it goes to my voicemail. But from there, you can say, hello, I listen because fill in the blank. <laughs> and that would be great. And then I could play it on the podcast and I would love to get an idea. And um, it just, it's makes me curious. I have a curious mind. And so I'm real curious of what has, what gets people coming back because it's a personal journal with a variety show flair. Sometimes I'm talking about my depression. Sometimes I'm talking about um, my alcohol um, addiction that I've overcome that I'm coming up on six years of sobriety and I'm really excited about that August will be six years and uh, yeah thank you I think that deserves applause if you're struggling with addiction um, you can get help you really can you just have to want to do it yourself that's what I did I wanted it myself and almost six years ago checked myself into rehab and it was the best choice best decision I ever made not to say I still don't struggle with it and think about it and sobriety is always owned or sobriety is always rented it's never owned and rent is due every day so I have to pay rent every day that's for sure all right stick around when we come back we're gonna learn something I promise We'll be right back. All right. 
I figured since we were talking about race cars and things that are fast and how I am sponsoring car number 66, super modified car driven by Jeff Sharkey. Um, how about we are over at the fact site, thefactsite.com, the world's fastest vehicles. This is an article by Dan Lewis, and we're just going to, like most of the time, skim the fat. But from the moment the combustion engine was first used to power the vehicle of the Industrial Revolution, we've always pushed to go faster, more efficiently, and, and for less money. Former race car driver Mario Andretti summarized the risk and love for speed we all have by quoting, he said, if everything seems under control, you're not going fast enough. And I bet Jeff can attribute to that when I ask him that because... 500 horsepower strapped under you, and that car will push about 114, 120 miles per hour or so. That's fast. Okay, so what's the world's fastest car? So this article might be a little bit older because it doesn't talk about electric cars, but according to the Guinness Book of World Records as of 2013, the record lies with the Bugatti Veyron 16.4 super sport after reaching a top speed of 267.856 miles per hour that's 431 kilometers per hour and some change wow <clears throat> the issue is that in 2014 the hennessy venom gt hit 270.49 miles or about 435 kilometers, which is, of course, faster than the Vraylon and should surely give the Venom the title. But the argument is in how the top speed was measured. The Bugatti speed was measured after two runs were made, one in each direction, and those were then averaged to give its figure. But the Venom was measured by a single run in one direction, making it less reliable. Either way, that's fast. To make matters worse, there's a third competitor, the Koenig 1 to 1, K-O-E-N-I-G-S-E-G-G. I don't know how to pronounce that, but it's 1 to 1. The only good news for the Bugatti is that the 1 to 1 is actually focused on acceleration and the top speed. Good, um, 273 miles per hour. Wow. How about the world's fastest motorcycle? The motorcycle is even harder to pinpoint than the car because motorcycles have unwritten agreement when it comes to top speed. All the bikes are, li are limited to 186 miles per hour. Um, but, like I said, there is some vehicles. So this is a little bit older because they're talking about the Dodge Tomahawk. And I remember that. It was a um, concept vehicle, motorcycle, but it had the Viper engine in it. The Dodge, theoretically, due to its non-legal status, reached an eye-watering top speed of around 400 miles per hour, which is 645 kilometers per hour. That's fast. The real winner, though, through the world's fastest motorcycle motorcycle seems to be the Suzuki Hayabusa with some reporting that it can reach 248 miles per hour or 399 kilometers per hour 
Wow. What about the world's fastest train? The highest speed recorded on any national rail system instead of a test track was on April 3rd, 2007. It was made by a French SNCF modified version of the TGV called the V-150. The train reached 357 miles per hour to get to this speed. It, it did need larger wheels and two engines driving three double-decker cars. Wow, that's fast. Um, the Japanese uh, have a magnetically levitated, levitated train that managed to reach an eye-watering top speed of 374 and some change whilst being operated by a central Japanese Japan railway on a test track. That's 603 kilometers per hour. That's crazy. How about the world's fastest plane? Yeah. North American Aviation X-15A2 uh, reached uh, 4,520 mile per hour on October 3rd, 1967 over the Mojave Desert. Wow. And I think that sums it up. There's a couple of other things, but if you want to learn more about fast vehicles, head on over to thefactsite.com and you can learn some more facts and get some more wrinkles on your brain, just like we did just now. Got a little wrinkle on our brain. Where is it? On our brain. There we go. We'll be right back. And we're back. That was Jeff flying by us. My driver, Jeff. My buddy, Jeff. I'm so excited. All right, we are going to learn a little bit of history. We are at the History Channel's site, thehistory.com. On this day, May 10th, 1869, the president of the Union Pacific and Central Pacific Railroads meet in Utah and drive a ceremonial last spike into a rail line that connects their railroad. Transcontinental Railroad completed, unifying United States. Wow, the Transcontinental Rail. That was the way, that was the way to, to travel. Here's one in Civil War, 1865. Confederate President Jefferson Davis is captured by the Union forces. Good. All right, here's one, and Mandela effect. Africa, 1994. Nelson Mandela, South America's first black president, is inaugurated. You've heard of the Mandela effect. If you haven't, Google the Mandela effect, where people feel that he had died when he wasn't dead. And then there's one about Sinbad, the movie. Sinbad being in a movie called Shazam. Um, there's other, all kinds. Uh, Berenstein Bears, spelt a different way. Mandela effect. All right. Invention in science, 1980. What were you doing in 1980? I know I was only a 10-year-old snot-nosed kid. But the government decided to give Chrysler a $1.5 billion loan. Near bankruptcy, Chrysler Corporation got that $1.5 billion federal loan. Great Britain, 1940. Winston Churchill becomes Prime Minister of Britain. 
good old Winston Churchill. He's had some real powerful speeches in history. Here's one for our U.S. presidents in the United States, 1877. Rutherford B. Hayes has the first phone installed in the White House. The first telephone. Uh, exploration. Sadly, this one's a sad one. In 1996, eight climbers die on Mount Everest. Eight climbers die on Mount Everest during a storm on May 10th, 1996. It was the worst loss of life ever on the mountain on a single day. There's been a lot of lives lost on Everest, and there's still bodies that are up there that just can never be taken down. Uh, crime. Here's one for crime and crime lovers. 1924, J. Edgar Hoover begins his 48 tenure as the FBI director. Wow, I didn't realize he was director of the FBI that long. Mm -hmm. Here's one in history, China. 1990, China releases 211 prisoners arrested during Tiananmen Square protest. I remember the Tiananmen Square protest very well. I remember that student or businessman or whoever he was standing in front of a tank a rolling tank just very powerful powerful images that came from Tiananmen Square back in 1990 uh, here's another one in Civil War 1863 Confederate General Thomas J. Stonewall Jackson dies he was 39 dies of pneumonia a week after his own troops accidentally fired on him Oh, that's right. I forgot that his own troops fired on him during the Battle of Chancellorville in Virginia by accident. It was before smokeless gunpowder, so once that once shots started getting fired, it was a smoky mess. Uh, speaking of wars, here's one American Revolution, 1775. Second Continental Congress assembles as Americans captured Fort Ticonderoga. Fort Ticonderoga is not far from us. Here in Oswego, we have, of course, Fort Ontario. I've talked many times about that. All right, that seems to wrap up this day of history. That was uh, a good one. We got a little wrinkle on our brain again. <laughs> All right, stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back, my friends. Thank you so much for stopping back. And this was a fun show. I really appreciated your time like I always do. Um, it was fun. So thank you. The most valuable gift you could ever give me. I'm super excited about Car 66 and Jeff Sharkey and about WLOAP.com is going to be on the side of a race car. Woohoo! How about that? That's pretty nifty to me. I'm also feeling a lot better. My shoulder is feeling so much better. So I'm able to get back into my push ups and my planks, and they feel good. So thank you, Radio Mylar, for your suggestions and your encouragement. And thank you, Michael Ryan for supporting the show and you out there who support the show just by putting me into your as Marlar would say your ear holes so thank you for that and thanks Jeff Sharkey 
I think we're going to have a beautiful friendship together. And uh, maybe having WLOAP.com on the side of your car will give you some luck. Who knows? So thank you so much. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Do your best to stay curious and not judgmental. And I'll talk to you again real soon. Peace.